Let the buyer beware. It comes from the Latin phrase caveat emptor. It basically means that the emphasis is on the buyer to reasonably examine property before purchasing and to take responsibility for that property's condition. When buying real estate, such an examination can be in the form of a home inspection. But in the wild real estate markets across Canada, having a condition on a satisfactory home inspection before firming up a deal can sometimes work against the buyer. That's because it's a seller's market and the sellers would rather accept an offer without any conditions. And there are a lot of buyers out there who want the house so bad that they won't include the condition on a home inspection. This troubling trend can sometimes backfire and end up costing the buyers a lot of money. Home inspections are important. And today on Sold in the Six, we're going to tell you why. John Tackaberry is the owner of All Seasons Home Inspections in the City of Toronto. He's been inspecting homes in the greater Toronto area for more than 30 years. John, welcome to Sold in the Six. Thank you so much, Des. Pleased to be here. John, you are a home inspector. Why do you do this? Well, I guess that's a really good question. I mean, you know, certainly to say that that 30, well, 34, 35 years ago, um, <clears throat> I was I was getting out of college and um, uh, to, after taking an engineering program there and um, happened to have a friend of the family who was uh, uh, higher up in, 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 a, in a big commercial industrial uh, division of a large insurance company. He was interested in having me uh, join up with him in his department as a loss prevention inspector. And that would be, you know, looking over uh, large commercial and industrial buildings and, and some rural properties and the odd residential. And it was the idea was is that we would go out and uh, be the eyes and ears of the underwriter and um, give them an idea of what was up with the various buildings or um, what we would call them risks and uh, try to give them an idea of what we felt was needed to uh, make them more safe, more sound for their employees, what have you, uh, whether there were issues with the buildings that needed attention, and they would underwrite the building accordingly and give the building owner a list of the things that we had identified as being necessary to complete or undertake before they would um, bind coverage with them. So beyond that, I ended up, you know, um, uh, finding things a little bit mundane after a couple years, and and uh, was keeping my eyes open in the in the the newspaper ads, and it just happened one day that an advertisement came up with a local home inspection company that wanted someone with a couple years of uh, inspecting experience and an engineering background, and I felt that was the um, someone calling me, so I ended up. Uh, I ended up vying for the job and getting the job and, and worked with that company for seven years or so until I went out on my own in the mid-90s and, and uh, started up my own my own all-seasons home inspections. And here I am. Ah, and there it is. It's, and it's been amazing ever since. Now, the, the key here, I think if you, you were listening to John, is that he has his engineering degree and 
it's important if you are going to hire a home inspector, inspector, get somebody who's qualified. And John is qualified. All the people that I use are highly qualified. So people love homes. People love real estate. Um, so much so that a lot of people are bypassing the home inspections because of the crazy markets that we're in right across the country and going in firm um, in bidding wars and so on. Tell us, how dangerous is that? Oh, it's it's real dangerous. Uh, you know, I mean, it, unfortunately, it, um, you're asking someone who has seen a, a, a lot of very upset individuals over the years that have done exactly what you've just described and gone out and, and put, uh, you know, big money into a, a new property or old property, new property to them, and ended up in, in just a, 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 you know, really messy situations. And, and um, it, it really is something that can, that can really be avoided. And it's, it's, it's not pleasant. What, what's the worst thing you've seen out there? <laughs> well, you know what I would say that, it, and it's hard to say, I mean, we, we also in Toronto have, um, these little insects called termites and, and, you know, so uh -huh. it adds another layer of, of, uh, potential concern when buying a house. Uh, and this is not just, you know, one little part of the city. It's all, you know, they're all across the city and, and in outlying areas as well. And so that's one aspect there. Um, I'm still running into occasions when I'm, finding uh old the signs of old buried oil tanks um, oh yeah yeah i've run into that as well yeah i mean in the end you know in some cases you really don't know what you're up against you know with a, a buried oil tank i um, had one oh about 20 years ago in scarborough and there was a, a rear pool addition out behind the house and noticed uh noticed that there was some uh Pipes sticking up beside the the uh, the rear pool area that were clearly in my mind's eye full uh, um, oil fill and vent and um, looking further found signs that there were uh, um, old interior uh, pipes coming into through the foundation wall to show that it once had been on oil and anyways with 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 further investigation it was found that there were actually two tanks buried out beside the back pool um the long and short of it is it ended up costing um i think 12 15 grand to undertake the removal reme remediation wow. and of course they have to have an environmental yeah. engineer involved you know so yep i've been through that with one of my clients we actually knew that there could have been an oil tank in the property um and they knew it when they bought it and because there was the old pipe going into where you would fill up the tank. Uh, but we sold the property and they disclosed that there could be an oil tank. Well, when we sold it, uh, we, we went and explored a little bit more through um, an environmental engineer and found that there was a tank um, actually under the rec room. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And it was incredible. It was a very high-end home. And anyway, when... Uh, we, well, they went in and dug up the basement to pull this thing out, and they said they would do that for the new for the new buyers. These people are just lovely clients of mine. They went down, they found it, 
the oil tank was still full. <gasps> right? And but that's a good sign, right? Well, that's a good sign I, because there was no leaking. Right, right. It's good right. in that regard. You know, yeah. had, had it been leaking, it would have been a disaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Case. So, wow, we 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 did get t- taken out, and it did cost them probably close to fifty thousand dollars to do that. And um, anyway, also have a story about termites. I had a client that uh, asked me to come in and sell her property because she was it was supposed to be her dream home. It backed onto a ravine. And when she started doing the renovation, now let me take a step back. When she bought the property, she bought the property in multiple offers. Yes. Did not have a home inspection on it. Mm-hmm. And this was out in Scarborough, backed onto a ravine. When they started the renovation, it had termites and termite damage everywhere. It was incredible. The photographs I have of this, the walls, you know, they took out the drywall, all the joists on the main floor all eaten by termites, Mm. all through the basement, everything. She had to demolish the house. It had to be completely demolished and court case after court case litigation. Oh boy, it was years and years and it was finally settled. So there you go. You talk about some of the disasters. That is a prime disaster of not having a home inspection done. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, and it's, you know, I mean, the, the ones we're talking about here are, older established um, houses that uh, um, have, have experienced these kinds of horrors. But I recently ran into a situation um, on a brand new house um, where they had gone through all the proper channels. It was actually contracted by, or the home owner had, um, done everything from overseas uh with a with a local through a local contractor but the local contractor had gone through all the city um hurdles that they had to as far as and it was brand new from the ground up when i went around the outside and this is out in etobicoke and um you know a big a big new property uh three thousand square feet plus I started walking around the outside and there were so many areas of the, you know, where the, the brick and mortar was poorly done. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were missing, missing vent caps from, from, uh, stoves and, and dryers and such. So just wide open, uh, brick, <laughs> wide open openings oh, in the brick right. wall. Um, some of the soffit and fascia on the exterior was poorly installed. And again, remember, this was all done with, per, you know, um, and with signed permits off and with inspections yeah, absolutely. By, the, by the municipalities and so absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah. Going inside, um, it, it, it continued on. There were, you know, they hadn't they hadn't run heat to one of the front basement bedrooms. They had put a heat duct in the laundry room on the main level, but hadn't connected it back to the furnace. Oh, um, boy. None of the none of the return air ducts on the second level were functional, and it just it went on and on, and it, wow. and yeah. it ended up being that the people were going to, uh, the, so my people, the purchasers, uh, potential mm-hmm. purchasers, uh, decided to take a walk, the, um, yeah, and uh, even with the overseas, the overseas um, sellers were offering back ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars, but you know the way it is, Des, in this market, um. There were other people waiting in the in the, you know in the wings, and um, as soon as they let the house go, uh, two or three days later, there was another offer, and I mean, we're talking you know north of three million dollars, yeah, and it's um, incredible. 
they ended up you know selling the place for for um money over what they had agreed upon to my people so well, there you go but the, but the best part of this story john is that your clients actually had the condition in there that they could walk absolutely and the, right? and and really there was you know um and this was a, a real estate agent um serving them who i've dealt with for many many years um top top uh uh, top drawer agent and and um, you know she had insisted that they have an inspection they were really sort of you know um, thinking maybe they really didn't need anything anything and and listen me going in seeing all of the uh, you know this whole list of, of emails showing all the signed off um, documents and permits I thought maybe they were as well I thought it was no, going to be a, yeah I and I think walkthrough you know yeah sure like a lot of people think i'm buying a new home uh the builder's quite reputable i don't need a home inspection but the things that people don't know is obviously they do need a home inspection for a new home i'd had a home inspection done on my new home when we bought it like on 20 odd years ago but the other thing too is that people don't understand that okay i bought in a in a subdivision here in toronto it's the old racetrack greenwood racetrack uh you don't get many new subdivisions in the city of toronto but the one thing that I had no idea about was that when it comes to electrical inspections by the electrical inspector, they only inspect every five houses, one in every five houses. And so there are four that are not getting the electrical inspections done by the city of Toronto uh, before the permits are closed. Like that blew my mind. Yeah. I, I, you know, there are some things that I just can't answer with, with some of the, and, and the other thing I've heard is that there are, they classify them as super inspectors and they, and they basically are able to, you know, look over not only or do all the framing and, and uh, um, building envelope inspections and structural and, and, and then also are, are um, able to do the HVAC um, heating, ventilation and air conditioning and, and plumbing inspections as well. And, and basically it's one inspector looking at all of this stuff in a, very busy environment and um, things get overlooked. Okay, so you're buying that first home or maybe your second home or your third home. And now you know how important it is to have a home inspection. Well, it's equally important before you put in the offer to be pre-qualified. And that's why I suggest that you get in touch with Jason Georgiopoulos of Dominion Lending. Jason will get you the best rates and best terms that are out there. To get in touch with Jason, you can email him at jasong at dominionlending.ca. So in an ideal world, when I'm working with buyers, I would love to have the house sell on the condition of my buyers having a home inspection. So through the years, I've been through many home inspections with people like you, John, yep. uh, Richard at National, yep. where you used to work at National as well, yep. National Home Inspection. Um, and I learn a lot because I would follow, you know, I follow you around and you point things out. So I learn. I'm not a home inspector, but I learn. But it helps me when it comes to taking my clients through a home. And if I, I can see some red flags, then we just avoid it right away. I get a good idea on what, you know, um, structure a structural problem can look like. I get a good idea on what the age of a furnace is just by, you know, the roof, the age of a roof, um, what mold looks like. 
you know, and I got all of that by going through the home inspections with you guys. So let's go over some of the the things that you inspect when you go into a home. Like what are the major things that you look for? So, I, you know, I would say that that's I've always, you know, having been mentored by by good guys like Richard and Mark at National um, in, in the beginning. I always, you know, was was um, set up with with a real structured uh, way of looking at a home, and it starts on the outside. And you know, generally, you know, we'll we'll take a walk across the street and, and eyeball things from a macro view, and and get you know, sort of, our things looking mm-hmm. fairly plumb and square as far as the the walls. Um, any big big sags in the roof frame, mm-hmm. you know, anything that strikes you from the from that macro view. You can also have things like rafter spread, where where you know your eaves trough might sort of belly out in the middle of the the length of the eaves trough, and then generally just also seeing how the next door neighbors are draining, how that house is draining, um, mm-hmm. how the general topography is around. So you get a lot from that macro view right from the get go, and and. Yeah. Uh, and then you sort of walk in closer to the house and tighten up your view and look to see how all the walls and windows and, and you know, outside claddings are doing, um, eaves troughs taking water away, um, mm-hmm. signs of plant life in the eaves troughs that, yeah. that things aren't being maintained, yeah. you know, and, uh, and of course, you know, water, 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 right? Water, yeah, know. and that's what I wanted to get into, water. So... When people hear of leaky basements and so on, one of the first things they want to do is run. But you don't necessarily have to run because it's all about water diversion. And if there's some damage that's done by the water, then that's a whole other story, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, certainly, you know, you having both lived and and done a lot of work in the beach um, in Toronto, um, you know a lot about water. And I mean, you know, certainly even where you are down at the old beach racetrack, you can see the water table out, out the window. Um, and that is also always something that we have to be aware of. The other thing being the beach, you do have more sandy soil. So that is a little bit of a, a of, of sort of the good side of the coin. Um, whereas parts of Toronto, um, that are sitting on clay and, and, mm. you know, um, uh, don't have the same drainage ability, you know, have to be that much more, um, vigilant against keeping water moving, uh, entirely away the you know this can be you know when you have your rear yard draining down towards the back of the house where you may need to think about uh, terracing you know making little little cuts in the in the in the ground to uh, mm-hmm. level things out and create a garden bed so you capture water um, and let's face it i mean there are times when you when you really do have to go the whole um uh, the whole way and, and dig and damp proof or there are means yeah. by which you can damp proof from the interior as well. Um, mm-hmm. But we're talking, those, those things are pretty expensive. They're though. damn expensive. You know, so, yes. so, so yes. when they, so when that comes up in a home inspection, usually I'll just take a look at my clients and say, you know, it's time to walk. <laughs> that is yeah, right. But let's move yeah, on yeah. to something else. Yeah, yeah. And it's very disappointing for, for, for the clients, right? Because when they put an offer in on a home, they really want that house. They want it to be great they want the inspection to come out you know 100 percent, but sometimes they walk away disappointed and um you know there are some people out there that are looking for an out and are looking to you know uh shave off the uh 
you know, the purchase price that they had agreed on, but there aren't that many that I deal with. Like people that when we get to the point that they're putting in an offer, they want the home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're dealing with, with, uh, well, in many cases, people that you've, you've, uh, you know, been, been through three or four houses with you. Right. And, yep. you know, yeah, experience, experienced, um, people, but listen, I mean, there's, there, there's a lot, there are a lot of homes out there that's, um, really you know you have to be <laughs> you have to be careful with and and you yeah. know um certainly this is this is uh why i come out of many of these houses and 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 uh feel good that i've you know feel really proud of myself for having mm-hmm. you know discovered something or brought something about that's that's that really was was um out of everyone's line of vision and, and uh in many cases we're able to make things work still you know um mm-hmm, of course i yeah. mean you know we've been through instances where where you know things haven't been connected up properly with the uh, plumbing drain as i recall um that's you know that you took um you you helped a, a seller out and had and had your people in to uh make it done or oh, have yeah. it done properly and and um mm-hmm. averted a situation potentially no. Yeah, for um, sure. We were made aware of it, and we fixed it. Right. We didn't try to hide it. No, 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 no. At all. No, yeah. and, and yeah. it's made it good again. Yeah, and that was the pre-list inspection that John had done for a property that I had listed. Anyway, so what we try to do in this market, if I'm listing a property that I think is going to be very, very hot, I would hire somebody like John or another home inspector to do a pre-list home inspection. So people can come in. And basically, I'm representing the seller, so they can come in with a firm offer. That's what we want. But we give that home inspection to potential buyers who are looking at putting in an offer. Now, if you're out there and you're thinking of buying a home and you get that pre-list inspection, you've got to make sure that that inspection is done by a reputable home inspector. You know, I've seen some of these pre-list inspections and done, and they're just so vague, so vague. You have no idea about anything you know, any of the components of the home uh, and any of the major structural parts of the home are never outlined in it. And so that's one you want to avoid. And then there are times when we get into some uh, situations where they, they're looking at multiple offers or they set a day for multiple offers and they don't supply a home inspection. So what do we do with our buyers then? Um, I've had home inspectors like John come in and do a, you know, a, a quick inspection before. It's an investment. Not a quick inspection, but you know it is an investment of five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars to go through. Yeah. But sometimes it's better to spend that and then go, go, go through with the offer, or spend that and know that you're not going to go through with the offer, so you're not going to be caught spending tens of thousands of dollars later. But that's one of my big frustrations out there. There are people who are asking you to come in with offers without supplying any home inspections, or, you know, there are trying you go in with the home inspection and the offer and they cross it out if you're the only offer and they say no they don't want a home inspection on it yeah it's it's great it's crazy and red I, flag i had well flag. i had i had it two days ago we're we're um late sunday night actually that you know a person was looking at putting an offer in on on a house on the monday the next day mm-hmm. and um so we set up a, a potential time for monday morning uh because the offers were to be uh, presented by 4:30 that afternoon, and um, 
uh, they called the the listing side, the seller side, and and um, they weren't providing any amount of time to undertake an inspection. Yeah, it, which to me is just crazy because you know we're dealing with million and a half, two million dollars, and it doesn't really matter cost wise because in many cases, no matter what that that house price is, it's you know leaving people with very little. Um, money left over to to take care of any potential issues so yeah. um it's you know very very uh, frustrating yeah so john what i find is if we can get past any major problems with a home so there's no major structural problems with a home um it's a home that somebody wants to buy and they're going to follow through with that buy and waive the home inspection your role during that home inspection i found is basically to basically to familiarize the clients with the home that they're buying. So, you know, we know no home is perfect, right? But I find that good home inspectors like you, you know, like I said, you get past uh, the major obstacles and there's nothing wrong with this house in a, in a major way. Now, yeah. these are the things you have to look out for over the next year, three years, five years, right? And you point that out so right. there are no right. surprises. We've got, you know, we've got the, you know, an older air conditioner or furnace, um, you know, certainly want to uh, make sure we keep the filters clean, want to keep the, you know, the, the uh, in the case of an air conditioner, the outside condenser hosed off occasionally. Mm -hmm. We'll walk them through and let them know the types of, of maintenance that's going to help. You know, we can't, um, and, and also, of course, we're, we're also going to. Um, encourage them to have pros out to to do proper servicing and and um, you know these are the it's the same as changing the oil in your car on a regular basis mm -hmm. you know um, it's it's hopefully going to lessen the likelihood of, of you uh, uh, you know running into a poor a bad situation on a long weekend you know in the, in the middle of the summer oh, you yeah. know um, broken down at the side of the road where you, you uh, might have averted that by having the oil changed and the, the car looked at by a specialist every so often. So same goes with the house. No, no, not much different in that regard. Yeah. And you know what I, I really love about you and Richard and Mark is that after you do a pre-list home inspection for, for me or other agents, you're open to potential buyers after they've reviewed the home inspection, calling you up and asking you questions about it. Absolutely. You know, we, we don't want there to be any misunderstandings that, you know, um, that could easily be, be uh, dealt with over the phone. And, and yeah, listen, I mean, I, I want a person to understand exactly what's being said. I had a couple the other day that's, that's, uh, sat me down for 25 minutes on the phone and, and, and ran through things almost page by page. They had highlight, highlighted their questions and many of them were kind of mundane questions, but, but uh, at the same time, a lot of good questions and ones I was happy to answer and make sure, make sure that they really knew what the, the product is that they're buying. You know, it's, it's important. Yeah. Okay. So quickly, let's go over some of the, the micro things that you, that you um, take a look at for people. And you know, uh, whether it's, uh, we, we talked about the furnace, we talked about uh, some of the, the electrical, uh, just do a quick list of, so people understand. So, I mean, obviously electrical, electrical is, you know, um, with our mix of, of, you know, houses ranging from the late 1800s, you know, um, up to present, 
Well, up until, you know, 1950, there was knob and tube wiring, um, and then a little bit of uh, a little time frame of older ungrounded wiring. Um, and knob and tube wiring is something that's that insurance, many insurance companies look, look down uh, mm -hmm. upon. And, and so a person buying a, a new older house uh, or buying their first older house um, definitely wants to know that that's, that's uh, yeah. you know, what the story is as far as that's concerned. And insurance um, companies what, don't want to touch knob and tube. A well. lot of them don't. A lot of them don't. I mean, you know, they, some will give you some time to remedy or rewire sections that are still serviced with the knob and tube mm -hmm. um, past closing. Um, others will surcharge you, but many will just not accept you whatsoever. So it's it, that's a big thing. Um, the other thing with older homes as well um, is initially they were serviced with galvanized steel pipe uh -huh. throughout the house, right? Up until again the early 50s, and uh, in fact, talking to an insurance broker not so long ago, that's more of an issue than knob and tube is, um, because with the failure of the the galvanized steel pipe, mm -hmm. it would be spewing you know um, water at 40 to 60 pounds of pressure through the basement, for instance. Yeah, so lots of damage. Lots of damage. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, you check out grounded outlets, especially around water sources. That's very important too. GFIs, exactly. ground fault exactly. interrupters, um, attics. Okay, it's interesting what you can find in an attic. And um, I know that we were going to. I, I had uh, clients I was showing a property a property to in Guelph, and um, we actually ended up going in on a multiple offer. They did not have a home inspection, so I found an inspector out in Guelph, Guelph, Ontario. He went through took a look up in the attic before and um, much to our surprise the uh, cladding was black the sheathing yeah the sheathing, mold, sheathing. yeah mold. the sheathing yep. was black yep. black mold yep. and that was yep. a venting problem so we got an estimate on what it would cost to rectify that and they still went in and put the offer in but at least they knew what they were getting into we still put the offer in and we lost exactly. the multiples exactly. we lost but right. you know what right. it was right. it was worth the it was worth the it was worth the investment and I have had several uh, in the last couple of years, all uh, pre-listing inspections again, which, which, in this day and age, has, has certainly been the predominant um, inspections for many of us. But where I have run into uh, moldy attics, and in three of the four last um, instances, the seller has had the mold remediated before they put the house up for sale hmm. in in some cases within a couple of days of us finding it they've had a uh, environmental uh, firm out to uh, mm -hmm. professionally get up and do things usually for you know two or three grand or thereabouts yeah. depending on the size and the you know uh, and uh, but it took another issue off the table and um, everyone was happy yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. It's all disclosed, or it, they, they, or it came to their attention, and they rectified, which is a perfect world, isn't it, out there, if you find somebody like that? There are also some insulations. Um, yes, the vermiculite. Right, vermiculite, exactly, yeah. that that's, um, may or may not contain trace elements of asbestos. So it's not that every um, batch of vermiculite was created equal. And mm -hmm. um, so some do... Um, or may have trace elements of asbestos. The only way to find that out is to have things lab tested. But again, in a couple cases um, where I found it on pre-listings, uh, 
they have had things tested before they put the house on the market. Um, in a couple cases, found that things were were uh, a non-issue, yeah. and um, were able to purvey that to the to you know uh, new purchasers. Okay, um, as asbestos that comes up sometimes, and um, talk about that. I we we see it with the whole the old hot water um, yeah. uh, burners, uh, right? Yeah, wrapped around the pipes. But the thing about that, and and you've pointed it out, as long as it's not disturbed, it's fine. Basically, yep. right? That as long as you don't disturb it. Listen, this is the this is the difficulty because you have so many people that are you know watching uh, HGTV these days, and in many cases when they are watching some of these shows, they see people in in white um, white outfits, hazmat suits, yeah, hazmat suits, you know, cleaning things out. Um, and whether it's in the basement for asbestos on the pipes, or whether it's in the attic for molds. Um, so it becomes, you know, a lot of these people, their heads are spinning. Um, you're absolutely right that a lot of the pipe wrap is is um, is a paper product where the asbestos is ingrained in the paper and not uh, so apt to become friable or airborne. Um, there's a whole number of things that, that go into the whole process because, you know, you may have people that want to gain more space in the basement by you mm -hmm. know raising up some of these old pipes and so in order to do that then it becomes necessary to have things abated um, yep, exactly but yeah. but in the most for the most parts um, there is not necessarily the need to rush in and, and you know deal with an abatement and, unless they have immediate mm -hmm. renovation thoughts um, or or are just freaked out about it and that's the thing. You can't speak for people. I mean, you know, there are so many people that they, as I say, have watched so much and with online influences have read so much and, uh, you know, uh, really have a, uh, you know, a clear vision that, that any asbestos or any product that way, you know, wants to be removed um, ASAP. So they want to know about yeah. it. They want to know exactly. about it. Exactly. Yeah, and that's understandable. And if you're going to get it removed, have it done properly. Right. That's right. all. Don't right. get Uncle Harry to come down there and start the <laughs> rental. Right? No. So, you oh, know, no. And, and some people are, you know, and that used to be the old school process. And that's the thing. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we've all had to adapt to these changes, um, yourself and myself included. And, and where we can't just sort of say, oh, don't worry about it, you know, because mm -hmm. there are those that are uh, absolutely worried about it. And their th thing is just understanding, okay, well, you know, if I do go forward with this house, um, do you have any idea of uh, what sort of cost it might be to have the asbestos um, abated or the, you know, mm -hmm. this, this yeah. done or that done? We're not uh, going out as, as environmental consultants. We're getting more and more, um, you know, I wouldn't mention necessarily the little asbestos pads that you used to, that you sometimes see in the uh, 60s and 50s, 60s. In early 70s homes little pads around the supply boots where they go through the floor um, would hardly be mentioned in the last 10 or 15 years ago anytime I see it now I mention it you know um, and it's sort of a hundred bucks a, a, a yeah. pop to have it removed and not usually too expensive but it's something that people want to know about when they're you know um, having problems scraping two nickels yeah, together. 
you know, after after paying the exorbitant money that that's wanted to buy a house no, in Toronto. Exactly. It's a definitely, definitely. So you uncover a lot of things when you go through a home. Um, is there anything that kind of stands out to you that, that just really memorable through the 35 years that you've been doing this? That's something that kind of like brings a smile to your face or no? Well, you know what? I mean, it, um, I do remember a funny old guy um, in, it, I, it was looking for a purchaser and it was a little old house in, in, uh, in the mid, in mid Toronto. Um, and it was a Saturday morning and you know, probably nine thirty in the morning. We walk into this place and the guy, I, I don't remember whether he was, a, a, an owner or, or a, a tenant. Uh, he was a, a, a gruff old son of a gun sitting in front of a TV, um, in the, in the, in the family room that you walk right into from the, from the road and had a fireplace, fire blazing in, the, um, in front of him. And I think he was on his fourth or fifth Molson Canadian, you know, <laughs> and what time is it again? It's I, the morning. It's, it's, it's nine 30, you know, <laughs> it's nine 30. Um, it, it, you know, it, it was like, um, memories of a fishing trip. But basically, you know, um, you know, we sort of walked through. He was really not happy that we were there. Um, and uh, anyways, I said, listen, I'll you know, do a run through. This has got to be 20, 25 years ago. And uh, I just said, listen, you know what? I want to just peek my head up in the attic. Um, and before we go, just to see if there's anything else that's going wrong here. Hmm. And I peek up. And aren't there like there? <laughs> there's as many ashes and 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 and, and live, <laughs> live, um, look like fireflies in the attic. You oh, know, with boy. all the there there was a big hole in the side of the chimney, and <sighs> and 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 uh, anyways, I saw this the, uh, the dark well, the darkening of the underside of the sheathing and the framing. It was ready. It was going up sometime soon if he, if, oh, if he didn't gosh. stop anyways um i said i said listen so, uh, sorry to interrupt um but just thought i should let you know that that that's you know there's a fire waiting to happen up in the attic it's just there's you know um live embers you know spraying out through the side of the chimney oh, what he what he say to me f off <laughs> went back to a big chug of his beer and, and we just got the hell out of dodge uh, it was it was it was quite amusing it was so amusing oh man well on that note john we're gonna we're gonna wrap up right now so how can people get in touch with you uh basically the best way to get in touch with me is is uh either to email me at all seasons at rogers.com uh my phone number is 416-752-HOME which is four six six three, and uh, I'm in the midst of of uh, of creating a um, uh, an actual online presence, but but have not done so. Um, but working on it with my daughter at this yeah, point. Good, yeah. So after we'll, thirty five we'll, years in the business, well, you I know think what? It's time. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's time. It's time. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I am a dinosaur, but basically, it's to say that that's um, I guess fortunately, I haven't really you know. Um, had to do so much that way because my referral business is, has held its own. But uh, yeah, it's time. Uh, yeah, well, I'm you know, it, you know, you know, I was, a, yeah, and I was away from 
from the real estate business for about 11 years. I used you way back when I first started back in the late 80s, mid 90s, and then I lost track of you and I've been using hey, you Des, again. Hey, Des, you, you actually uh, put the offer in on the home I'm living in. Ah, I remember that it. one. Park back in, back in uh, 92. Whoa, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. That just I forgot all about that. Yeah, so anyway. I have to thank you for, for having done a good job with uh, with my own home. Well, I I made sure that I was going to get you into a house that would pass the home inspection. <laughs> <laughs> and it did, and I've been very happy. Very happy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah all the these years later. That's great. 29 years later. 29 uh, years later. Oh, that's wonderful, John. John, thank you so much for joining us on Sold in the Hey, Six. my and, pleasure. You know, I'm gonna, we're going to have to have you back. So much more to talk about when it comes to homes and home inspections and what to look out for. Thanks yeah, a lot. the time has just flown. Thank you. And that's our latest episode of Sold in the Six. And I'd like to thank my producers, Podcasts That Pop. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe to Sold in the Six and you'll start receiving new episodes automatically. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. My handle is Des in the Six. That's six spelt with the number six, I-X. You know, the cool way. And I also have a website. Check that out. It's in the six realestate.com. If you have a story idea or just want to get in touch with me, feel free to email me at des at desmondbrown.ca. I'm Desmond Brown. Until next time. <laughs>